0: hello listeners thanks for stopping in to the podcast we wanted to let you know about our charlotte conference coming up in a couple of weeks very excited about this information's on the website there's still seats available please consider coming to join us for our second cme event this year the ortho pac hosted by sam dyer welcome to the ortho pac where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Hello, listeners. This is Sam Dyer. You have me again today. We're going to talk about musculoskeletal injections, or MSK injections. just like to go through some basics and some landmarks for different anatomical areas. The carpal tunnel is the next thing in the upper extremity. What I like to do for that is have the patient sitting with your hand on a pillow, or you can have them sitting in a chair with a hand on the table, and have them flex their hand a couple of times and make a fist and do a resisted wrist flexion. That'll make the palmaris longus more prominent, so you can kind of see that landmark. And then you look for the distal palmar crease, the distal palmar flexor crease, I should say, and that's the place that you want to go in. You want to direct your needle toward the ring finger, and it only has to go in a centimeter. It doesn't have to go in far for you to be in the carpal tunnel. I also angle about 20 to 30 degrees from parallel from the skin. Once you're in the carpal tunnel, you do your slow bolus and take it out, and that's that. Okay, the last upper extremity thing I wanted to go over is trigger fingers. The landmarks for trigger fingers for the small ring and long fingers are the distal flexor crease of the palm. That's your spot. For the index finger, it is the proximal flexor crease. And for the thumb, it is about a centimeter proximal to the flexor crease of the thumb. And what you'll do is put your needle in at the spot. So you go down through the tendon, down to the metacarpal, pull back a millimeter, and you do a slow bolus. If you get a lot of resistance, it means that the tendon's giving you some resistance, so you might need to pull back a little bit more. So it's just a perpendicular injection to those points. Moving on to the lower extremity, greater trochanter, everybody should be able to do a greater trochanteric bursa injection. This is one of the easiest ones, very simple, nothing you can get into or nothing that's worrisome. Have the patient lying in a recumbent position, the affected side up, obviously. You will take your syringe and the needle will go down to the greater trochanter. You pull back a couple of millimeters and do your bolus. I can tell you that a lot of people have significant adiposity and you'll need to use a spinal needle for the greater trochanter. A lot of people you don't, you can get by with an inch and a half, but a lot of people you do. So if they have wide hips, a lot of fat, just go ahead and put the spinal needle on. It'll save you some trouble and it'll make the injection more effective. Knee joint injections. Another very, very common injection that I do frequently and that a lot of people will have done have the patient sitting on the exam table. Now, there's a couple of ways to do knee injections. I like to do it with a patient sitting. It's just easier for them and me. Uh, but you can also do patellofemoral. I do patellofemoral injections, typically associated with an aspiration of the joint. But for the patient that's sitting up that's just coming in for the cortisone injection, your landmarks are the lateral edge of the patella tendon. Now, this is coming from a lateral approach. The lateral edge of the patella tendon is one part of the triangle the side of the triangle would be the lateral aspect of the proximal tibial plateau, and then the other side of the triangle would be the lateral femoral condyle. So if you can visualize that patella tendon, lateral femoral condyle, lateral tibial plateau, I want to go right in the middle of that triangle, directing it parallel to the floor and directing the needle toward the posterior medial femoral condyle. Depending on the size of the patient's knee, you might have to hub the needle. You might only have to go in a centimeter or two. It just depends. Now, for the patellofemoral approach, I'll have the patient lying uh, supine. I'll have their heels off the exam table, which helps to rest their knee joint, makes it easier to palpate and find your anatomy. And then I go about a centimeter proximal and a centimeter inferior to the superior lateral edge of the patella. That typically is the site to get in the suprapatellar pouch. Now, when I do these, I like to use a little local first, a little lidocaine to numb the skin. And then we'll put the needle in, and that'll give me, it, it's not always straightforward getting in the superpatellar pouch. Sometimes you have to redirect, and if you don't have the local on board, the patient will get kind of uncomfortable. So always a good idea to do that. And then when you're in the superpatellar pouch, you can aspirate that way, and you can also inject that way. The superior lateral injections for hyaluronic acid are also preferred over the anterior lateral because if you get a little cortisone in the retropatellar fat pad, it's not so bad, it still works. You get your high uronic acid in there, it hurts like crazy and you know, it's it's not quite as effective. So just just keep that in mind. A few pointers, make sure to think about the indications and contraindications of musculoskeletal injections. Make sure to draw up the appropriate volume for the size of syringe that you're using, and uh, make sure you use the correct needle size. A 22-gauge needle for a trigger point is not going to be very well tolerated. Also, think about your cocktail, what you're actually injecting. I prefer triamcinolone over celestone. However, use caution if you're injecting extra-articular structures due to the risks of fat pad atrophy and skin depigmentation. You can repeat injections periodically typically no more than every three to four months. Depending on the condition, a lot of the surgeons I work with would prefer you to do two or maybe three injections, and if they're not overly effective or don't last very long, then consider alternatives. The anatomic landmarks that I described, you can palpate a lot of these on yourself. You can also palpate these on your assistant or colleague and just kind of find your landmarks. There's also the point about post-injection discomfort. I haven't found that to be a very big deal 99.9% of the time, but it it could be for some patients. So, ice to the area uh, when they get home, analgesic, you know, ibuprofen, Tylenol, whatever of choice as needed. And then if there are any questions or concerns, let me know or, you know, let you know if you're doing the injection. One thing that you might want to mention, especially to postmenopausal women, is that cortisone, even intra-articular cortisone, or um, I should say MSK injections, can cause facial flushing and erythema of the cheeks, uh, almost like a hot flash, uh, as it's described. So advise your patients, and and it happens in men occasionally too, but it's usually women, advise your patients of that and not to be alarmed uh, that it's an allergic reaction. Okay, that's all I've got for now. I hope this was helpful to you for most orthopedic people this is a basic review, but hopefully some of our new colleagues and others will get some useful information from this. If you have any questions about it, let us know. One thing I did want to announce that we are definitely going to do an orthopedic boot camp again this year. This will be our second one. Our conference planner, I authorized him to start planning it. Uh, dates are to be determined, but we will have a musculoskeletal injection workshop that will be part of that bootcamp. So mark your calendars. Most likely it'll be November timeframe, but we'll see. Uh, details will be on the PAOS.org website. And thanks a lot. Thank you for joining the OrthoPAC podcast. Hello, listeners. I hope you enjoyed uh, last two podcasts on eSports. Very fascinating information for me. Coming up soon, I'm going to have a discussion with uh, a physician on virtual reality and orthopedics which is just a fascinating topic for me. I can't wait to go over that. So please stay tuned, that'll be coming up soon.